Hello, welcome to ListCast, where the best things in the world come to be judged. On this episode, the best television episodes of all time, part two, with John Fahey and Joe Kay. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Hi. How's everyone doing? Wonderful. Let's go around and introduce everyone quick. Let's do it. John okay. Fahey. Hi, I'm John Fahey. How's it going? Great. I had a very nice day. This is... Uh, <laughs> it's just 100% true. Being very matter of fact. I, I had like a very, that. very nice day. You know, didn't drink any booze. None? None. Wow, you're Not a good. drop. I didn't eat... Well, I, te- I technically didn't, but I was out till like 2 in the morning, so technically I did. Got it. I guess I said that wrong. Right. I haven't today, but technically I have. You were out till two in the morning? That sounds fun. There's Portugal the Man show. Oh, that's nice. right. Yeah, I saw yes, that. Yes, the VIP we to, lounge. Yeah, we Very went nice. to Club Bahia. Ooh, that's a lot of fun. Mm. Watched the Portugal the Man show. That it was so a good good time. Unpops outing. Yeah. It was a field trip. Unpops field trip. Yeah. yeah. It was good times. Joe K. You're here. Hey, I'm back. How's it going? I'm doing good. I I, uh, I said I brought you a present. Yes. And I did. And the camera's not going to be able to pick it up, but I brought you an Iron Giant pin. Oh, my God. It's like a <laughs> That's little, awesome. like an arty Iron Giant pin. Can everyone see that? No. Good. <laughs> No, that's so, awesome. Thank to you your, so much. To, your, I, to the ever-growing Iron Giant I wonder Iron if I can pin it collection. to the Iron Giant. That'd be really cool. I was actually thinking that when I came in. I was like, yeah. oh, that'd be really cool. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. You got to figure that out. It pe- This pin penetrates iron. Can I almost you? said penetrates steel. <laughs> and that's not what the Iron Giant's made out yes. of. At all. No. Jess, you're here also. Yeah, hi. You're off camera. Yeah, I the- don't matter. Of course oh, you matter. That is 100% untrue. Don't you be that way. <laughs> Don't you ever let a man tell you. But now, now when you do speak... Unless it's like a straight it'll, white It'll man. be like yeah. this like we know shit. female deity just, <laughs> just drop it like, well, we all have to freeze until you finish talking. <laughs> all oh right. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and just to go... You've both done the show before, but just to go through the oh, rules yeah. quick. We're talking about best TV episodes Ever. Ever. Oh, ever. Ever. And we did this last week. We're, I think we're going to end up probably, by the time we're done with these episodes, I think we're going to do four. So we'll have a list of the 20 best TV episodes ever. But this is part two. Ooh, and the deuce. The deuce. Part dose. The duck. As they say in Mexican. Or in French. Part the deuce. I don't know. I don't know. So what we're going to do, we'll go around the room, uh, we'll each go through our picks mm-hmm. one at a time, we each have five picks, and then we go around and we kick two off, and then Jess, you get to save one. Did Yay! you know that? No, I didn't know that. We're putting you on the spot. Okay. So oh. when it comes time to kick stuff off, keep track of what gets voted off, and uh, save whatever of mine gets kicked off, if you could. No pressure. I mean, I don't want to pressure you or anything, but it'll be my... Like, I'm trying. To, if it's, I'm trying to pressure her. If it's something of mine, it's going to be a really strong pick. So uh, okay. Okay. Cool. Well, let's, let's see what happens. This is great. Should we get started? I think we need to get everyone. Everyone's here on time. Yeah. This yeah. is a banner day for Listcast. Yes. I'm the one who is fucking up now, breaking microphones and turning <laughs> my headphones up. Oh, I'm a mess. All right. But a lovable mess. Yeah. Yeah. That's debatable. <laughs> a partially lovable mess. That is debatable. <laughs> All right. 
Let's get into it. John right. Fahey, what's your first pick? Um, I'm going to go with one of my all-time favorite episodes ever of uh, Game of Thrones is the uh, second-to-last episode of the second season, which is the Battle of Blackwater. Nice. You were talking about how the second-to-last episode in this fi- in this final oh, season. Yeah, that battle is the one that, like, I, I said specifically, I said uh, I came five times while right. watching that battle sequence. <laughs> well, I like, I like Blackwater because it is another battle where it is mm-hmm. just men. There's no magic really involved. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I just, I love seeing it from both sides' perspectives because you can sympathize with both sides. And on both sides, you just see... The horror of war, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there's so many great Game of Thrones moments and episodes and everything, but like the single episodes that really focus on one event are really so hard to beat because mm-hmm. it's so much easier to make those good and not have not have a lull in the entire episode. So I look at that episode like it's a war movie. Yeah. And I think they did just an amazing job. Like the speeches that both uh, you know, that uh, Tyrion gives, like the pep talks he gives to his people are amazing and the one or two pep sentences that Stannis gives to his people are like equally like inspirational. I love the thing with the hound being terrified of fire so Mm -hmm. that he just flees even though he's like one of the most fearless people on the show. But the fire thing is just like, nope, I'm done. And that was because, uh, what was it, that his brother, the mountain, stuck his face. Pushed his face in the fire. In fire when he was a child or something like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I love that episode of that show. Yeah. I mean, that's a great show. It's it's that's why I feel like that's a show that's very hard to like yeah. pick a singular. And it's a, it's a yeah. massive, massive moment for Tyrion <laughs> yeah. where he really comes into his own. Yeah. We talked a little before the show. I I had picked a Game of Thrones episode. Yes. Just because I was afraid people would lose their shit if <laughs> if Game of Thrones didn't get mentioned right. this time around. Yeah. Because last time it didn't. Like there not a single episode came yeah. up. And boy, did we get comments over that. Yeah, I mean... Someone said, oh, how how appropriately contrarian of you. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. That's what they would say on Game of Thrones. <laughs> well, you, you, like, you like the Won't show, right? thou shut the fuck up. I, I thing, how they... stopped watching it. Really? Like, I, I stopped watching it after, like, season three. And wow. I just have never gotten back into it. Yeah. And... This is like your Walking Dead part two. Yeah, you gave yeah. up on Walking Dead. Also, I'm yeah. with him on that though. I gave up on Walking Dead a long time ago. But hilariously enough, my boyfriend's super into The Walking Dead, and he, I, I've just been kind of walking in on him watching the new season. And yeah, I've been catching myself being like, oh, I'll sit down. Yeah, it came back. It really came back. He's also made it very clear to me where he's like, yeah, it's coming back, but after seasons of nothing, this there's been yeah. nothing happening, and now he's like, it just so happens you happen to be watching the ones where. Everything's happening again. A friend of mine, a friend of mine who never stopped watching the show, said, "I think very appropriately that it's the worst show that I will watch until it's completely Mm. over." Because there's so many bad episodes. I'm trying to remember if I had any shows like that that I followed into the darkness and and out. Like true, I watched Heroes until the bitter end. I know that Mm -hmm. that was. Oh, I suggest making that grimace. It's like, yeah, I say like you'll you'll see from like I I drink a lot of the fuller Kool Aid, so I was like willing to go. I feel like. The, I did that with True Blood. 
Oh, that's a good one just to be like, that's the worst show that yeah. you watched all the yeah. way through. Yeah, I yeah. powered all the way through oh, True Weeds, Blood also. that's the one. Mm-hmm. Weeds is the worst yeah, show Weeds, that I stuck around with all the way through. Weeds the end. got really sketchy after yes. season like six or I something. I was going to say after they left Agrestic is yeah, kind of when yeah, that kinda. show started going. Then there was the whole on the run on like their yeah. tour, on their hash tour bus right. that they had. Like, <laughs> well, just for clarity, I also don't feel that way about Game of Thrones. I do feel like oh, it's no, one Game of, of the Thrones best shows. Game of Thrones actually very much remains solid in its, yeah. in its whole run. There's a, you know, it's it, it, it there, there's some snoozer episodes, but overall, it's still a great show. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, but Blackwater has like the killer surprise ending. It's got the the just the great moments of all, like all the women hiding in the castle. Oh yeah, that was that was brilliant. Like, there's just so many, so many aspects. Was of that it. the first example of Cersei showing that she's willing to kill her child? Like. That I remember, yeah. Because she was going to poison him in, like, another, like, Tommen in, like, another season. But that one, she was like, I'll kill Joffrey if I have to, right? Uh, That one was Tommen. It was her and Tommen sitting on the throne. In Blackwater? In Blackwater, and she was going to give oh, him the... Oh, okay. Okay, so then I'm the, I'm just thinking she would have killed her kids twice. I don't know. I love her. Let's kill all those kids. <laughs> kill them all. Let's kill all those kids. Yeah. All right. So that's my pick. That's a good pick. All right, Joe K. What's okay, your first let's pick? let's see. I think I'll bring in... How about Community... The episode Remedial Chaos Theory. Nice. Um, season three, uh, episode four. I, I really love this episode of Tell. Like, this is, a, again, a, a show where it was very hard to pick a singular episode of yeah. Community because so many of them are so wonderfully standalone where you can intro anybody to community with any select random episode yeah. and then be like, okay, now watch this. You like this? All right, now go back and start from the beginning. Really? And I th- oh, yeah. And I think Remedial Chaos Theory is one of the best ones, if not the best one, to like introduce somebody to, to that show. Because basically, okay, so what it is, it's like uh, the gang are all, it's the seven of them are all hanging out uh, at Troy and Abed's new apartment. And um, basically they order pizza and they roll a dice to see who has to go and get the pizza from downstairs, creating six different timelines of what would happen if each one of them left the room to go and get the pizza. Yeah. And how uh, it affects the group dynamic of whoever's not, whoever happens to be out oh, yeah. for really? five minutes of whoever has to go run downstairs, get the pizza, come back. And it's interesting because like some things remain the same. Other things go completely fucking chaotic. Um, but I think it's a great episode to really define each one of the characters very, very quickly, like within the first 30 seconds of each time you see one of these characters, you understand who they are, like fundamentally real. And. I can't think of a better episode of this show really that maybe other than the pilot that would that is so easily defines who these people are. Um, yeah. And just overall, yeah, Community is an unbelievable show. I mean, it started, this episode started the the ship that never should have sailed, the Britta and Troy uh, relationship that never oh, should have yeah. taken off what I wanted. Um, I mean, it's got, it's got rocks at, no, <laughs> no one's seen that. No one ever. And it was the start of like one of the best, like internet memes, like the darkest timeline. Like it's something that we all say, like all this, like I see that so much on the internet is like, we are living in the darkest timeline. Yeah. Like whenever something ridiculous happens, it like it's one of the knee jerk responses hmm. of the internet. Now right. is we are in the darkest timeline Yeah, and that's, yes. And that's community. So. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what else. I don't know what that's else to pick. say. I just that's, I love yeah. it so much. That is a that's yeah. That's an excellent pick. Um, I was gonna pick. A, what's the? I don't remember the title of the episode with the paintball guns. Oh, Modern Warfare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was. Gonna that pick. was on my. I was d- debating between that, 
uh, this one, and then the one where they do like the full blown Ken Burns Civil War documentary. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's. Yeah. Oh my god, they do like a whole like uh, feuding pillow fort, a pillow fort versus a blanket fort, and they do it. The entire episode is just a Ken Burns style documentary really? of the war. Yeah, man, I gotta watch that show. I mean, that guy's so brilliant. Harmon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mad genius. I started it, but I have not, and I. And I will say that that first season, it's not, it's fine, but I think seasons two and three of Community are like the best defined, like yeah. those two seasons of television are like, holy shit. The first like, season yeah. of almost nothing is good though. Well, that's, mm. you know. But also, I will also say that Community, like it, it got good very quickly. Like it didn't yeah. have like I don't mean that. not good, but I mean comparatively to what follows. Oh, it's yeah, almost yeah, 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 yeah. The first Sopranos, the first Wire, they're they're not anywhere near as good as. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like after. maybe the first like first season of Weeds is maybe the best yeah. one. Yeah. You know, um, I don't. Uh, fuck, I can't think of anything else now. No, my mind is going blank on tell. And I love yeah shows with oh first Heroes. Oh yeah, Heroes obviously. That was one of the best first seasons that then just went woof, went so dramatically dropped off the cliff after season one. Yeah. That show went off oh. the rails really fast. Oh. And I didn't even watch it. I just know. You just know. <laughs> I just, I've just heard through the grapevine yeah. from, oh. from people I trust mm-hmm. that that show went awry quickly. Yeah. So, so community. Yeah, community. That's Remedial good Chaos Theory. I was going to start with one of my more obscure picks, but everyone's coming oh, out of... my community was a little bit. Coming out of the gate swinging. So... My first pick is an episode of The Wire called Middle Ground. I don't okay. know which specific episode. Now, this is the Stringer Bell's downfall oh, episode. Yeah. Okay. Um, Go I, ahead. Say you haven't seen The I've, Wire. I've, I've never seen The it's Wire. It's fine. And so a lot sorry. of people haven't. No, They're like, wrong. All of them are I've, wrong I've, for having I, not I seen it. I have no... I have nothing against it. I want to watch it. I yeah. just yeah. know it's gonna like. I have a thing. I I don't want to be bummed out all oh, the it's time. Gonna, it will and bum I you out a lot. So much shit that bums me out that I'm like, I can't right now. It's it's the thing that I am the most ashamed that I keep putting off. There is there is high moments in the show though. It's not yeah. sh- like. I, and it's also like it's a show where oh, I oh, and the structure fascinates me that each season's a different aspect of the way that it's like. I yeah, think that's really well, it, yeah, it grows. You still stay with the yeah, old yeah, yeah, things yeah. too, but you add on new yeah. ones. So that's really great. But this, you you do you have good moments with the so it's not like a sheer depression. Yeah, fest, okay. you know what I mean. Just that's so good you to know, know. Yeah. then that is good to know because that's I've honestly always thought that it was just like. Oh, this is just no. the real gritty Baltimore, and it's all very sad. That said. And, this episode's a huge bummer. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it, it, it kind of depends on who you're rooting for in that yeah. show. Because there's a lot of villains, and you just kind of have to pick which one yeah. you hate the least. Okay. And this is the episode where Stringer Bell, who's played by Idris Elba, mm. up to this point... Well, not really up to this specific episode, but up to this general point in the series, he's been the one among that organization that's like the most together mm-hmm. and he seems like the most level-headed yeah. the one who makes all the good decisions and season 3 is where he starts unraveling okay and yeah. this episode is basically how many it. total seasons are there uh, there's five. Five, 5 episodes okay and this particular episode is his it's his downfall episode it it starts with him finding out that he's been basically scammed by Clay Davis yeah this takes Clay shit Davis <laughs> yeah so good he uh, finds out he's been scammed by the, by him. He tries to have one of his foot soldiers kill him, which leads to one of my favorite lines in The Wire when Avon puts a stop to that and says, 
you would need a day of the jackal type motherfucker for that shit. <laughs> Which I fucking love that line for some reason. It's great. And yeah. it's it's got everything that made the wire great. There's like shady politicians, mm. there's backstabbing, oh. uh like Avon ba- spoiler alert, Avon basically sets Stringer Bell up yeah. to be killed. And it's also got the greatest team up of TV characters I think I've ever seen, which is Omar Little, mm-hmm. who is one of the greatest TV characters mm-hmm. of all yeah, time. Who plays, who plays him? Uh, Michael K. Williams. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Brother Mazone. Yeah, Brother Mazone. The Nation of Islam guy who showed up and just started like, uh, like cleaning shit up. Wow. Yeah. But also he's a drug dealer and okay. a criminal. But he's one with a very, very strict business sense or a very strict code of ethics. Yeah, and he's it. basically all muscle, but he looks like super nerdy. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. He, but he's easily like one of the scariest guys yeah. in the entire program. Yeah, and those two team up to take down Stringer Bell. And it is, it's a fascinating episode. Cool. And I yeah. think one of the most... It also is the episode that sets up the the boxing gym storyline, mm-hmm. which I hated at first. I was like, why are we doing this? But that it's that storyline where you see Wallace, who's played by a very young Michael B. Jordan, yes. oh, kind of yeah. transform from the good kid to the criminal. Like he and his best friend sort of switch places. And at one point in the series, that culminates in one of the saddest scenes in The Wire. Yeah. When those two get in the fight at the gym. Yeah, and he just beats the Wallace just beats the shit out of his friend. Yeah, who up to that point was like the bully, and this kid just bursts into tears. Yeah, and it's such a like that storyline. I I hated it for so long, and it really turned it around. And this episode is where that started. So yeah, I think essential wire. I think I think one of the one of my favorite things in it is uh, the like one of the first things you see in the wire is Stringer Bell in court fucking with McNulty. That's like scene one of the first show. And so then McNulty doesn't get to catch him, and he's about to catch him, but he gets gunned down instead. So you see the frustration of McNulty not being able. To have the satisfaction of this arrest, of justice, yeah, yeah. and then the, like, but that's like it's also yeah. like the hunger of McNulty is just like oh, yeah. about taking down cases, like it's just pure ego. And then when he goes to when he goes to Stringer's apartment after, and he sees like all of these like art books and stuff, and yeah, he, and he realizes like I didn't even know who this person was, yeah, that I thought I knew like inside and out. You know, I love that part. Yeah. What a great show. Watch The Wire. You know, everybody. when you said, though, when you said, you, you, I, my, my mind, I started getting so mad at myself because the minute you said shady politicians, it was like, why didn't I pick a House of Cards episode? Oh, why yeah. didn't I pick a Veep episode? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Veep is like, oh, Jesus. Because it's like, not like that HBO. I'm like, that's the HBO. Well, the, yeah. I, like, one of my things I always tell when I tell people to watch The Wire, I'm like, it is the most like nourishing vegetables of entertaining shows okay. because it like, in a very simple layman's way, explains why every system is broken and flawed. Yeah, and okay. flawed. Cool, but I'm still with amazing it. characters that you fall in love with. I mean, yeah. like I said, I've never been against watching The Wire. I just yeah. think at this you know point, what? it's one of those like. Let's once just stop everyone... this podcast and go watch The Wire. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. No, I was gonna say that I feel like that's one. I'll of those put it on the screen there. <laughs> that I'll get to when people stop telling me I need oh, to watch okay. it. You know what? Don't like, watch like, The Wire, Joe. Get, like I just know I'm gonna get to it, but just like yeah. it takes me a yeah. long time to. get And it to will shit. start. It will, like I said, I think this first season will start slow for you, but stick with it. It yeah. It it took me forever to start Breaking Bad. It took me for 
ever. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't start that till last year. Because of how much people are just like, you gotta watch it, and I never got into it right at the beginning. Yeah. So, like, there are things that I get viciously into right from the get go that I'm like, you gotta watch. You know, like Game of Thrones. I've been watching from the beginning, and I'm always feeling like you gotta watch this at least in the beginning of Mm -hmm. Game of Thrones. But like The Wire, that was like early aughts, right? Like, that's not a very yeah yeah early to mid. That was one of those things that I was. Definitely too young to have been watching when it was happening. So there was no way I would have gotten into it right when it started. And then just the way that it just became that thing that everyone was talking about, like everybody was just like, okay, okay, like I get it. I get it. Like what are the other TV shows that like we're all talking about this one. What else should we be talking about? But no, I get it. I'm going to watch it. I will. All right. I I promise. (laughs) I'm going to hold you to that. All right. John Fahey, what's your next pick? Uh, my next pick is Larry versus Michael J. Fox on Curb Your Enthusiasm, oh, which is the finale of the of the last season. The ninth season is coming up now, very shortly, I believe. But the the last episode that I think they haven't been on for five years or something crazy like that. Yeah. The last episode is uh, Larry is characteristically rude to Michael J. Fox, who's playing yeah. himself, and then Michael J. Fox is pretty much acting like nothing's wrong, but these things keep happening where. He doesn't know if he's accidentally doing this stuff because of Parkinson's or passive aggressively <laughs> fucking with Larry. <laughs> and so he goes, oh, is no. that so he keeps saying, is that is he pissed or is it Parkinson's? And he's going <laughs> back and forth. And so like he gives Larry a soda, but you know, he's shaking it. So when he opens the soda, it explodes all over him. And he's just he keeps acting like, oh no, I'm sorry. And basically, I mean, JB Smooth is is fucking hysterical yeah in this episode have you watched the episode i have not oh my I don't god think i've seen this either. this i mean it's such a good because it's so characteristic of you know him trying to figure out and you know he's always somebody should be apologizing to somebody but it's being dealt with in the most unhealthy way and like i mean uh jb J- smooth has this thing <laughs> where he's saying listen that motherfucker shakes man he goes, if you hand him milk, he's going to hand you back a milkshake. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, um, he goes, listen, he goes, uh, he's saying to Larry, because J.B. Smooth still inexplicably lives with him since Katrina. He, like, right. he just never moved out. <laughs> you know, they took in J.B. Smooth. But he says to him, he's like, listen, it's a good thing you didn't hand him a dick because he would have shook it up and shot sperm in your face. Oh, my God. And Larry David goes, why would I hand him a dick? It's always dicks with you. <laughs> and that part just made me die so hard laughing. Uh, and anyway, so it like basically the feud kind of goes public, but it looks like Larry is just bullying Michael J. Fox, who's like a national fucking treasure. Of course. And uh, it, it uh, the, <laughs> the end of that is Mayor Bloomberg telling Larry he has to leave New York. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he gets <laughs> exiled from the city of New York at the end of the episode, which, by the oh, way, that whole great. season takes place just in New York. Okay. Oh, nice. That's what's different about that one. That's a good pick. Cool. Joe K., what's your uh, next pick? My next pick is 30 Rock, uh, the episode called Black Tie, season nice. one, episode 12. Uh, in this episode, uh, Liz Lemon uh, attends a black tie affair with uh, Jack Donaghy for his friend uh, Gerhard Habsburg. It's his birthday yeah. party. And there they encounter Jack's ex-wife, played by Isabella Rossellini. And uh, yeah, uh, chaos and antics ensue. I love this episode so much because it is uh, generally accepted as like the the 30 Rock where they finally hit their stride. Yeah. And 
everybody always calls 30 Rock a joke machine and I, as do I, I love it. And I sat there with, uh, with my phone today and just pressed on the stopwatch anytime there was no joke time. Like anytime it was just dialogue, no jokes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was in the 21 minute episode, there was only f- like a total of three minutes and 45 seconds of like non- <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. It's jokes, 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 one yeah. right after the other to where I just found myself going, uh, uh, oh, oh no, wait, this is, this is funny. This isn't just straight dialogue. And like I said, the same thing for kind of community, it defines every character's aesthetic for the rest of the series like in this one you 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 understand from getting to the the gala with jack then he's like i've had sex with her i've had sex with her i've had sex with her i've had sex with models actresses elizabeth hurley in the 90s (laughs) (laughs) you get uh you get uh jenna maroney coming in who's just like i just want to i want to find a rich prince and i want to marry him and you know become royalty and have all this money but then you know jokes on her because uh gerhard habsburg is played by uh paul rubens who is like Uh, yeah. Uh, like the like the eighteenth in his line of just severe inbreeding to where it's like his mother and his first cousin. Like they said when uh when when he was born, they told his mother and his first cousin that he'd either die, he'd either live for fifteen minutes or a hundred years. <laughs> Boy, he proved them all wrong. <laughs> uh, there's also one of my favorite moments of uh, where they, they do like the pretty woman gag where like he brings Liz like a gorgeous diamond necklace to wear and then he snaps the jewelry thing like on her figure. She's like, oh my God, <laughs> that hurts. Why would you do that to a person? Um, you you get the, the B story is Tracy with all of his promiscuity uh, trying to get Pete Hornberger, the producer of the show, to like, you know, you got to, you're sexually frustrated, Pete. Like, you got to get out and like, you got to, yeah. you know, you got to cheat on your wife. And like, ultimately, <laughs> by the end of the episode, like, Pete's eternal love and obsession for, for his wife, Paula, like, will never die. Yeah. Tracy's still like uh, this monster who's just, just this promiscuous monster. And I love him. Jenna's insane. Jack this. It's, it's all. Oh, and of course, like Liz's whole, just her whole aesthetic is so defined in this. Oh, and also, um, last thing it's Will Forte's first appearance on the show, oh, which nice. then oh, he, like, nice. came back seasons later to play the Jenna Maroney impersonator slash Jenna Maroney's lover. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But in this, he plays like the handler, the handler of, I have the whole name, the Duke of Virginia, Earl of Duchy of Westphalia, <laughs> Prince Gerhard, <laughs> Messerschmitt, Romstein, uh, Von Hopp. <laughs> I had to, the minute I heard Romstein, I was like, Oh, I got to write that down. That's really funny. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. 30 rock. Black tie. That's my next one in. That's a good pick. All right. All right what do we got, Adam? I am going to go uh, way, way off off base with my next pick. This is a very obscure show. It only lasted two seasons, but it's still one of my favorite shows of the 2000s. It's a show called Better Off Ted. Oh, you don't remember Better Off Ted? I remember it. Never watched it. I, don't I have know friends it. that was are so vehemently it into was the show. phenomenal. Portia de Rossi plays the boss. I don't remember. Who, the lead actor was great, and I don't no remember idea. his fucking name. No idea. Because Portia de Rossi like never is, see him in anything again. is so great in it. And the episode, Racial Sensitivity, it's an episode where the sensors, like the, the motion sensors, they put a new motion sensor system in the building, and it has a glitch. I've heard of this In one. that it won't recognize black people (laughs) oh my god and they start doing all of these things to to try and uh the 
the sh- it's a show that takes place uh, at a company called Viridian Dynamics, which is this like one of those like like uh, Blackwater type of shady right. companies that just does everything and you don't yeah. like none of it's good. Mm-hmm. But it, they're like a comically evil company. Kinda like, did you ever see Testies? Uh-uh. That's like an it's 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 two guys who like subject themselves to like medical testing. It's a comedy. Oh yeah. It's uh it's like the it's each episode is they're trying out like a new a new drug for this or a new thing for like there's one where they get where the two guys get pregnant for the whole episode, but then in the episode they just fart for four minutes. <laughs> like nice. they're just pregnant with yeah, but yeah, they're just reminding me of that, just shady companies. Yeah, in this episode, it's called racial sensitivity. One, it, it's all about these motion sensors and the things they start doing to try and fix it. Uh, two of the main characters are these scientists that work in the basement. One of them is black. His name is Lem. And at one point, he gets stuck in the building overnight. And there's so many great lines from this show. There's uh, When he gets stuck in the building, his partner, Phil, is like, why didn't you call security? And he goes, I did. I talked to a med. He was stuck in his cubicle all night. <laughs> and they, when they go to confront uh, Portia de Rossi, uh, her character is named Veronica. She, she says that the company doesn't consider it racism because they're not targeting black people. They're just ignoring black people. <laughs> so it's the opposite of racism. And but, but the absolute best part, the water coolers are all motion sensors. Uh-huh. So to fix that, they put water fountains for black employees oh only that are manually <laughs> operated. Oh, no. And just everything they do. <laughs> at one point, they start hiring white employees just to follow the black no. employees <laughs> so they can trigger the motion sensors for them. And they go to all these elaborate lengths. And at the end, they're just like, why don't we just go back to the old system? And it's the <laughs> right. funniest fucking episode. And that show was so underrated. I don't I know why. I wanted to get into that. I never did. It's always it's been in my Netflix queue for it's, five yeah, it's on, years. On like, Netflix. How long only, was it on? Only two seasons. Yeah. It's fu- it's it's great. It was like it's a, a network TV show? show? Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, NBC. Oh wow. Yeah. Huh. Really great. Portia Durassi is amazing in that show. Really? Yeah. So yeah, that will probably get voted off immediately. Uh, but that is my second pick. Change. Hey, Jet. Uh, no, actually, no. You got nothing but good response. Yeah, I, for it, you got that. We're off. Ted is the best. Yay! Um, loved it. Uh, and raising daisies. Raising and, daisies yeah, was good. Yep, people raising like it. Daisies. So you're good. Yay! A lot of wait, what's I'll, raising daisies? You mean pushing it daisies? Was pu- oh, pushing daisies. I, I, it's I pushing daisies. Oh, I was, no, 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 no. I was just like, no, no, because I was confused. I was like, I know pushing daisies. I don't know raising daisies. What, what show is this? I don't <laughs> the spinoff raising daisies. <laughs> they pushed them up. Now they have to their raise their daughter them. named Daisy, and now they have to they have to see her through her childhood. Uh, yeah. No, I, I love pushing daisies. That's a um, good show. I'm excited people recognize that pick. That's very nice. I feel like because it's like it's uh, it is on Netflix and it has been there for a while. Yeah. I feel like it's finally gotten like the following that it deserved. Like people finally yeah. were able to find it. They watched and people got into because I know quite a few friends of mine that have been like, "You watch this? No, like you you love yeah. shit like this. How have you not watched it? Like I don't know. You should watch it. There's yes. so much. Jeff, Jeff May left a comment and said, "But Adam is trash." And you know what? I don't agree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't agree. I'm gonna put that in the poll. <laughs> and see if the see if the listeners is that trash. trash? Am I trash? <laughs> right under I, I don't know what I'm saying. Not trash. All right, trash or recyclable. <laughs> um, John Fahey, what's your next pick? This is uh, a, this is going to be voted off. Um, <laughs> 
But there's this Twilight Zone episode I love, and it's Richard. It's written by Richard Matheson, who does some of like you know like the most classic episodes, like Nightmare at Twenty Thousand mm-hmm. Feet, and really you know. But I really like his ones that like pull at your heartstrings and make it emotional. And there's this one about this actor who uh, is just kind of old and he's rich and he's he's still doing like stage plays and stuff, and he is just sad because like his his wife is dead and his friends are dead, and now he's just old and he's kind of giving up and he goes to this to do this first day of this new play and uh, the director is some young kid that's given him a lot of shit you know even though he's like sort of an esteemed actor and um, he's just he's just super depressed basically and he runs out the door and then he's like as soon as he runs out the door he's back in the 20s and he realizes that he can go back and see all of his old friends so he goes Mm -hmm. to some speakeasy where, like, his wife at the time, you know, everybody's, like, in their prime, his friend, like, his best friend, and everybody's acting like a jerk-off. <laughs> like, she's doing, like, all, like, the flapper dancing and stuff and just, like, getting hammered, and his friend's getting hammered, and he's just, like, pleading with them, like, imploring them, like, please, like, I have this time with you, and it's it means something to me, and they're just like, blah, blah, whatever, dude, don't be stupid, <laughs> you know, and they're getting all dumb. But the 20s version of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't be stupid, see? Yeah. yeah. Blah, blah. Yeah, but they're... Stop they're, being a wet blanket. They're all flapping it up and everything. Everybody's Everybody's just sloshing beer all over their face. Uh, and uh, then, so he's like even more depressed and, and torn asunder. And uh, he runs out, but the camera stays on the bar as he exits coming out. And the minute he shuts the door, the music stops. Everybody freezes and looks towards the door. And it's so eerily silent that I like have chills thinking about it right now, which the Twilight Zone does a couple of times where they do this thing where everybody looks in one direction and you can still hear that like audio hiss yeah, in the yeah, background. Yeah. Like did you ever of, see the mannequins of, of episode? Old TV? That one. Yeah. There's 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 a that one. Ooh. What um, season is that episode in? Do you know? I don't 52. know. 52. <laughs> I don't know. It's called The Trouble with Templeton. That's the title. If any yeah. of our internet friends want to find oh, out what season. I've heard of that one. So he so he runs out. He goes back in, and he's back in the present. And uh, while he was in the bar in that whole scene, he got a hold of some piece of paper and uh, did something with it. And he unfolds the piece of paper, and he sees all of their lines. It's a script because they all used to be actors too. So it was all a script. Oh yeah, I do. So that, that I think it's so that basically he stopped romanticizing the past and like mm-hmm. enjoyed the present. the present. And then he's crying about these dead people. Like, bringing him back in time to show him that, like, you know, like, things weren't as great. Like, life is still good. Enjoy it now. And it's just, I don't know. It makes me really emotional. I think it's really touching. And a lot of the Richard Matheson stuff for The Twilight Zone does that. Like, What are some of the... So, uh, other than Tower 20,000 Feet, what are some of the... Um, because I I do I do love me some Twilight Zone. Like, uh, he did he did um, he did a lot of the Night Gallery too, which is the okay, stuff after. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which is like a uh, the one about this bar that's closing down in the night gallery. That's a Matheson one. Um, you know he did I Am Legend, like the book oh, I yeah, Am Legend, yeah, 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 yeah. which okay. is another one that just like rips your heart yeah, out. Truly, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's done he's done a lot of the ones that are are sappy and emotional. I love, but then he's also done ones that are like more typical of what do you think? Oh, like a straight sci-fi Twilight Zone. Yeah. You know, I've been going back through the Twilight Zone lately. Uh, I, I've been watching it to fall asleep. Yeah. So yeah. I'll just because it's, it's a good it's, one. It's a yeah. Show to put and on then that. I'll wake up and have to like remember what I watched last. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I usually have to go back like three episodes and start over. But yeah. 
Yeah, that's a good pick. That's I'm glad to see man. the Twilight Zone on here. Yeah, yeah there is occasional moments that really, to this day, I'm like, this oh, is scary stick, TV. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That shit sticks. Yeah. Some of that will never, ever, ever get. Like, um, what, what's the one with the, um, like, it's the little town and, like, the boy can, like, they're just like, don't be mean to him. Like, oh, he make, controls everything. Yeah. And it's the thing. It's it's the shot of like the little sister, and she doesn't have a mouth. Like, because yeah. he wanted her to oh, shut up. Oh, that's from the so movie, right? That's they, from they, Twilight they, Zone. They redid that for oh, the movie. Oh, did they? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love that's just that story is one of my favorites. Yeah. 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 That movie's great too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the I love Zone the Twilight movie. Zone movie. Yeah. Not just because people died while filming it. <laughs> I know. There's other things I like about it too. That's a good pick. Thank you. <laughs> okay, what's your next pick? Uh, okay, let's. I'm gonna come in with my dark horse right now. Um, the one I'm willing to die on the cross for: RuPaul's Drag Race. Wow. Uh, the episode RuPaul Roast. Now, this is from the fifth season of RuPaul's Drag Race. And uh, before I get into why specifically this episode, I want to defend the choice of taking a reality show in the first place okay. and, uh, and putting it onto this list. So not only do I feel like um, reality TV is a section of TV that needs to be looked at, recognized, because some of it is very, very good. A lot of it is trash. Some of it is good. Uh, this is maybe one of the best, if not the best, competition reality show that's uh, that's been on TV. Uh, it also has done so much... Um, given so much visibility to the LGBT community, to the drag yeah. community over the last 11 seasons that they've had, including drag um, all-stars. I think 13, if you count drag poo. You? Drag you. Whoops. Wow. Um, I had no idea there were that many seasons. I yeah, had yeah, no yeah, idea yeah. There's, there's, They're yeah. about to start season nine of, of Proper Drag Race on the 24th. Uh, they've had two all-star seasons and uh, Drag University. But uh, this this episode, this season specifically, this season is so, so good, filled with so many powerhouses. Like, for Drag Race fans out there, you'll know what I'm talking about when I'm like, Alaska, Alyssa Edwards, fucking Roxy Andrews, Jinx Monsoon. Like, these are people who left their mark on the competition, like, hardcore. Now, this episode, some of the hardest I've ever laughed during RuPaul's Drag Race. They always do every season. They do a reading challenge where they uh, all the queens uh, in drag in, in drag terminology. The library is open and they're going to read each other, which is you know throwing shade and all this other stuff. Like they're going to insult each other and who can do it the best. And so that's always a fun little mini challenge. And then the actual big challenge was they're going to do the roast of RuPaul. And they were all to come up with like, you know, a five minute comedy, stand up comedy roast routine yeah. uh, of Ru. Uh, and that's really, really funny. You get to watch people like Coco Montrese really like come out of her shell and really get to be funny, which was something she didn't get to do a lot. And um, now the moment that I want to talk about <laughs> during. Every episode, there's the lip sync for your life, uh, where the bottom two queens—they're all bottoms. Uh, the bottom two queens. Uh, <laughs> that's a Willem quote. They're all bottoms. Jess, do you uh, watch this show? Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> so the final two—it was between it was down to Alyssa Edwards and Roxy Andrews were up for elimination, and the lip sync was whip my hair back and forth, and they're doing the thing, they're doing the lip sync, and then Roxy Andrews did one of the most iconic things in RuPaul's Drag Race history. She took off her wig to reveal another wig. Another <laughs> wig. <laughs> That's great. The, 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 the battle was so fierce, and then afterwards, Roxy Andrews has a breakdown on the stage, like hysterically crying. And it comes out, it comes to light that her mother left her at a bus stop when she was a child, like with her and her sister, just left her 
Wow. At a bus stop when she was five and her sister was three, and that she's this guarded person her whole life, and that like she's she she's uh, she comes off as this strong individual, but she's so broken inside, and like and it ended up Rude didn't send anybody home in that episode because it's like kind of how could you after that? Yeah. Like how honestly how could you send any anybody home after? this beautiful story. And Rue has said one of the most beautiful things afterwards. He says like, as gay people, we get to pick our family and like, this is our chosen family. And like, I love you all so much and I'm so proud of you. And that's, that was such a moment, not just for the show, but for these real people who went through these, this real thing. And we're, we're watching these stories. And that's just one of the many beautiful, heartbreaking stories that come out of some of these competitors. And and it, it it shines a light on these really sad and unfortunate situations that people are are building themselves up from and becoming wonderful, amazing, successful, hilarious, gorgeous individuals. And that's why I would specifically pick this episode because so many iconic Drag Race moments come specific from this season, but a lot from this episode. Yeah. Uh, and I will I will fight hard for, to keep Drag Race on this list. So yes, many other friends sure. love the show. Yeah. Love it seems the, like you yeah. have fans behind you for sure. Uh, glad to people, hear that. I'm really glad to hear that. Comments. I was nervous that bringing a reality show in. I was really nervous that the comments yeah. would be like, "What are you doing bringing a reality show in?" But I would not bring. We got any, cool fans. I would not bring a single other. Can even consider another reality yeah. show. They are a well-rounded fan base. Of, of did the, you see of, the finale of the first season of Rock of Love, though? I did. <laughs> I did. I, okay, I was just bullshit. Oh no, I watched. Oh, I, I do. Love I did me see it trash. Too, I do love me trash. Oh yeah, TV. Yeah, 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 Like trash. Well, that TV's was great. That was particularly good trash TV. Yeah, no, it was. But RuPaul. Yeah. That's why. And if you not if RuPaul, you I mean Rock of Love. No, no, I was. I was just gonna finish <laughs> cap that off with. If you haven't watched RuPaul's Drag Race yet, really get into it. Like I know. So many fans of so many different kinds of walks of life. So many, like I, I know so many straight men that love watching yeah. Drag Race because it's a fierce physical competition. Oh, it nice. is. It is. It's like part top model, part Project Runway, part like you know they do comedy, they do music, they do everything, and it. You see how. You you can't just come fucking walk off the street and compete on Drag Race. Like you've gotta you've gotta bring it your all in every. In everything, that's why I'm like these are the most talented people you'll ever see in a competition, like fuck American Idol or whatever the fuck singing competitions out now. Yeah, it's like Drag Race, bar none, best reality. It's show. probably one of the biggest reality TV shows going right now. Well, now, yeah, now, yeah. absolutely, absolutely, it's one of the biggest. Well, they just they're switching over to VH1 for this new season, oh, so yeah. that's that's a huge move. Yeah, it's huge. Because not uh, a lot of people get Logo. A lot of people get VH1. Right. Like, and Logo has that visibility of being the gay channel. So there are people who just, some closed-minded people who wouldn't even bother to go to that channel to watch it because it's like, well, this is the LGBT channel. Yeah. It's not for me. If it's on VH1, it's like, it's this inescapable thing that's just there. It's, you yeah. know, one step away from being yeah. on MTV. And thank God it's not because we've seen what happens when shit goes to MTV. Um, well, actually, I can't even say that. Some MTV shows are pretty good now. All right, that's a great. I, yeah, that's a great pick. Thank you. I'm very, I like I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I, I knew that would be uh, an interesting one. I feel like we're kind of flying through these. Yeah, we really are. Because I that's... feel like the fighting is good. We got to get to the. Oh yeah, once we get to part. the cuts, that's when that's where we'll start fighting, fighter, I think. But yeah, this is because with a topic like this, there's almost no bad choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. hard hard to sync them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it'll it, yeah it'll get it'll get tougher once we. 
get to cut and stuff. And it's fine because some this this show tends to in the past run like an hour and forty five minutes. Oh, great! And that's long for a podcast. Yeah. So not if you're Pete Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> Zing! And a more successful person than I'll ever be. <laughs> oh, you don't know that. No, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm. Pr- I'm pr- <laughs> could, could you look at me? Could you ever see this being like on a billboard in in Hollywood? Absolutely never. Of course. Yeah. Absolutely never. Miss T, stop buttering up my dick and let's move on. <laughs> I guess we'll see. All right. My next episode. This one is a a television classic. It's an episode of Family Ties called uh, Speed Trap. Ah. Uh, which is uh, the the infamous. Alex takes speed to get through. He has it. Ba- it literally just starts with him going like soliciting Mallory for mm-hmm. drugs. Mm-hmm. He's like, I know I've never, you know, I don't seem like someone who does bad things, and I don't take drugs. But also, uh, can you hit up your friend and get me some speed? And she's like, No. But he talks her into it, and it's it's Michael J. Fox is one of his greatest, mm-hmm. at least on that show, if nothing else, one of his greatest acting performances because it's just him. Is it funny or dark? It's it's funny and dark. It, because but it's not funny like the like fucking Saved by the Bell. I'm so excited. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm so scared where you where you can't kind of help but laugh at that. It's like Yeah. It's it's definitely like the, like this is one of the four family tie episodes that I've, right, I've seen. Right. So the first scene after he finally gets the drugs and takes them, the mom is trying to call him down to the living room to play a game of Monopoly. And he literally jumps into the living room like <laughs> off the landing and just lands in the living room when it's his turn to roll the dice he fucking chucks him <laughs> across the room and like it's got one of those like things you see in every sitcom where Mallory pulls him like four feet away so no one can hear <laughs> and she's That's like my favorite she's like you're out of control yeah. and it's <sighs> such a great episode it's just him basically whacked out on speed for a week there's a scene where he has a conversation with his framed picture of Richard Nixon. Oh, my and God. And he's like, if you knew you could do something to get ahead, but you knew it was wrong, would you do it? And then he just looks at the picture and puts it face down <laughs> and, like, walks away. It's, and it's, it's, I think it's probably the only episode of Family Ties that, well, no, because there's the Tom Hanks episode mm. where he plays the drunk uncle. But those two, I think, are the only episodes of Family Ties that really, really stuck out. Mm-hmm. And I think among all of those very special episode kind of things, I think that's, at least from the 80s, I think that's one that's that's probably a little more well done mm-hmm. than others. Because it's, it's realistic. Like, he's... He's like doing things that people who are on speed do. He like digs trenches in the backyard. Shit. At one point, he starts painting his fucking room mm-hmm. in between writing a term paper. Yeah. And then he just like crashes and has this moment where he's like, fuck, like that took me a week to, to go from what I was to this. And it's a really heavy episode, but it's not. It, it's it's heavy, but it's still very enjoyable. And right. There's a lot of comedy. That's in very it. interesting. Yeah, and it's. I, I never watched the show. I think probably it's it, it's probably the most famous episode. Of yeah. Family yeah. Ties. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. It's definitely up there. Huh. Yeah. So that's my that's my pick. Family Ties. Speed Trap. That was very very nice. Thank I you. like it. I watched it again today. That was Gear very up. very yeah, nice. I, I watched uh, all of these today, and, except for the one I'm going to bring up next. And 
took a bunch of speed. Oh, so, well, that explains why you're sweating so yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so I have two more. Is that right? Yeah, I think we're, we all got uh, two more. I got to look because I just know one off the top of my head. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I know I know one that he's got left. You do know one, and I'm going to save that for last. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. um, the, my, my second to last is going to be Rick and Morty Season 2 Auto-Erotic Assimilation. Oh, you did a Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah. Jesus. I wanted to do a Rick and Morty so bad, but could not. I was going to do the leftovers. The leftovers had to get shelved in oh. favor of Rick and Morty. Oh, so that's the one I thought you were going to do. Oh, no, no. Oh, you, okay. you know my other one, too. I, I think I do. You do. We I talked do. about it. Oh, we did. What's the name of the episode again? Auto-erotic assimilation. Ah. Now, which one was this? So this is the one where uh, Rick and the kids meet the hive mind that uh, the planet shares. Everybody okay. on the planet shares one consciousness. Have you seen the episode? So Rick is in love with this hive mind. Mm-hmm. And through the episode, you come to find out, as the grandkids point out to him, that he is bad for her. Mm-hmm. And this is after the whole great comedy and the sci-fi aspects of the show where at first, you know, Summer is trying to is trying to say that all of these people should be free. And, of course, the first person she picks as an example is a pedophile. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't he a pedophile? He's a pedophile. <laughs> so then for a minute, some of them briefly go back to themselves and this guy's immediately, like, creeping. And the hive mind has to come and save them. And at the end of the day, they... Um, they still never really figure out what to do whether that. that is right or wrong, the assimilation of all these people. But there is peace and, of course, everything because it's, it's one person, basically, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but the real guts of the show are uh, Rick basically being left by this person yeah. that he's in love with. Mm-hmm. And he goes home and tries to kill himself. Oh, yeah. And... <gasps> And it's that like like the heartstrings music comes on, and he sits down at his desk where he's got this little laser thing, and he takes out this creature from God knows where to test it to make sure it works first. So he kills this poor thing for nothing, and then he passes out drunk. And then, but he him, puts right? his head in it, and but he passes out drunk before he can kill it. Like, and the Ugh. season two finale is another like that br- one brutal tearjerker, so heartbreaking. Yeah, I was like, they could end the series here. Yeah, but like that one is just like. He imprisons himself. Spoiler alert. Sorry. But this one is he tries to kill himself because he's heartbroken. I was going to say, I have a theory about where they're going with Rick and Morty because of this whole imprisonment thing. But we'll talk about that off. Yeah. I mean, there is a, there is a long, that, that, that's a long rabbit hole. There is a strong case for that one actually being a a favorite too, because uh, a great character in that episode dies, which is truly heartbreaking. But something about Rick just finding out he's bad for people. And he's a sociopath, and he put, does put people through all this shit. And the parents, his, you know, white our daughter is annoyed with him. And then, I mean, that's just like that's like it's one of these things where like you're so used to the show being so great for like ideas, the way the Twilight Zone right, is, right. and then Dan Harmon just comes and makes it so funny. And then just one episode, he just rips your heart out. Yeah, and you're like, oh my god. I almost picked the one where. Um, uh, Rick Potion number nine, the one yeah. where they fuck up the universe so bad with right. the Cronenberg monsters. Yes, yeah. Uh, that and just, or the one with Werner Herzog as this, like, oh, uh, talk about is your penises. Yeah, that one is brilliant. <laughs> Everything. But yeah, Auto is, Autoerotic is my pick because it's cool. one of the darkest. It's uh, a really good episode. I mean, that's, that's, I feel like that's a show where there is literally not a single bad episode of yeah. that so far. Like, yeah, yeah. And they nail those. it every time. Yeah, every time. 
That's a good pick. Thank you. All right. We are getting close to the end. Yeah. Um, Joe, what's your next pick? Uh, my second to last pick is the series finale of Six Feet Under called Everyone's Waiting. Uh, now, this is an HBO show I never watched. Really? Yeah. Okay. Now, Six Feet <laughs> No, okay. Now, the, we can let, we can make an agreement right here. I will watch The Wire if you watch Six Feet Under. Oh, yeah. I'll totally we'll, watch Six Feet Under. We, we, we very should fair. do that. Yeah. So Six Feet Under, uh, if you're unfamiliar with the show, uh, it's the story of, um, of a family-owned and ran funeral home uh, where the very first episode, the father, uh, Nathaniel Sr., dies Christmas Day by getting hit by a bus. Uh, wow. And he leaves the funeral home to uh, his two sons, uh, one who hasn't been home in like 15 years, the, um, why can't I remember, Peter Krause's character. Uh, who is reluctantly takes on the business of running a funeral home. He knows nothing about it. Uh, and then there's the the jaded middle child, played by Mar- Michael C. Hall, jaded and closeted homosexual Michael C. Hall's character, where he you know feels, in the beginning, it's like feels hurt that his father didn't leave him the business because he was the one that stuck around. Yeah. And then there's the, the, the late in life baby, um, Claire, played by, God, I can't remember her fucking... L- l- Lauren something. I'm sorry if anybody out there knows who played Claire by uh, in, in Six Feet Under. Put it in the comments so that we can. I, I can. Know. Lauren Ambrose. I got it. Lauren Ambrose. Ah, there we go. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> Joe beat you all. I beat you all to correcting myself. Uh, and she. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, so um, she she's like the youngest child. Uh, she's all artsy and like fuck this man. You're like I drive a hearse and I smoke a lot of drugs. Uh, <laughs> no, but she's actually she's really she's really really cool. Uh, the show in itself is this beautiful portrait of how people cope with loss. It's it's the when the the patriarch of this family dies, how it ripples out into the rest of the family and how it affects and changed like that one single moment where that that changed everybody's life forever was the death of their father slash you know husband for the which the wife, oh my God, I'm literally forgetting everybody's fucking name right now. Francis Conroy she she's got my personal favorite story in 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 the arc of the series of learning how to cope because like, it's the first man she ever loved yeah. and this that and the other they've been together for you know over 30 years and then all of a sudden she's just left alone in this world and she and she's the one that goes through the most to me the most beautiful like butterfly process of all of yeah. them of 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 really coming out of her shell but it all cum- uh, culminates into this very end everyone's waiting where i mean fuck i don't want to spoil shit but okay, well, yeah, spoil yeah, it. but here spoil we it. go. No, yeah. I am, I am, because so the concept of six feet under is everyone dies. Like that's yeah. the the whole thing is that death can come for anybody at any fucking time, and you never know when it's going to come. And sometimes it's tragic, and sometimes it's beautiful. Uh, and in the penultimate, I won't say who, but a major character dies in the penultimate, and you think that's where it's going to end, but then they go one more, mm-hmm. where it's that character's funeral. Kick, kind of kicks that off. And so the way that the series ends, um, they basically do like with this gorgeous, like fucking heartstring music. Sweeping. While, sweeping. Sweeping music montage. While, while Lauren Ambrose Claire is driving her hearse off into the sunset while she's going to New York to live her dreams of being an artist. She's yeah. on her way off into the sunset and they montage every character and everything that happened to them up until yeah. the day they die. Every, everybody's wow. future until they, they die. They montage everybody's, wow. every major character yeah. up to the moment they just show them how every single one of them dies. Some of them, it's a little bit more tragic than others. 
like one but falls best. off the, one falls off wow. a ladder, yeah. one dies peacefully, like on a cruise ship with his wife. Like it's, But you it's, see you see the good snapshots too that lead to the yeah. death. Like they like all these people, you have these beautiful, enriching lives and yeah. it it's to me the most satisfying ending to any television show for me. Like yeah. I've never seen a series finale where Afterwards, I was perfectly content with everything that had happened in the series. Where I didn't go nice. once, I didn't go like, yeah, but what about? Yeah, they like, re- they really really nailed it, and that that sweeping uh, montage at the like end, fan service. They did it without it feeling like no, we're no. doing this so that uh, this, yeah. so there's no questions. Yeah. It's like no, we had this plan from the very beginning that we were going to yeah. kind of do this. Yeah, it, it's everybody dies. One one person dies, another one lives. It's it's absolutely fucking. It's a wrecking episode. Like it's the only one on my list I didn't watch today because yeah. I just knew it would emotionally destroy me. Yeah, like that's one where I'm like, oh, I'm gonna watch this and then not go outside. Yeah, you're for you're, a you're week. gonna yeah, you're have, gonna cry. I have a pick like that on my list. Yeah, that I actually watched it today and I was like, no, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Really? Yeah. My my last, my last pick kind of bummed me out too, yeah. but like in the best way. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, so six feet under. Six uh, feet under. Everyone's waiting. That's a good pick. My next to last pick, this uh, is another one that I could definitely see getting voted off. But I do love this show. But it should not because it is one of my favorite 30 minutes or so of television ever. And it's an episode of Broad City Mm. called called Apartment Hunters. Mm -hmm. It is episode nine of season one. And every fucking second of this episode yeah. is just... No, I just assume this is the one where they're looking um, for an apartment. Yeah, no, Amy Sedaris is the it, guest Amy host. Sedaris. I was like, or, who or the is guest star. The, who's the real estate and person? And it starts with that, that like, Strangers that daydream sequence where they're going to cash her $8,000 check. And it opens like a rap video. They're fucking yes. making it rain. They're in sumo yes. suits, yeah. like dancing around a bank. Yeah. Oh my God. The check says eight fucking thousand dollars. <laughs> and uh, Abby comes home and finds her roommate's boyfriend, who is one of the best characters in the show. I met that guy in a CVS once. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah he seems nice like guy. he'd be really chill. Oh, yeah. he's, he's a great character. And she catches him jerking off to an episode of The Good Wife, one of my favorite shows. <laughs> yes. And decide she's going to move out, and they go looking for apartments. And Amy Sedaris is, yeah, Jeff left a comment and said, Adam made me watch this immediately. I did. That's how much I love this episode. Yeah. Amy Sedaris plays their real estate agent, and she is fucking titan. bananas in this episode. She, that woman is a motherfucking she like, titan. She has so many, like, she's only on screen for like eight minutes, maybe, and she's got so many great, like, she. Every time she parks, she just leaves her car open. Where, like she'll leave it in the <laughs> middle of the street. She'll park on a sidewalk. She'll yeah. open the door and just leave the car yeah. door open. Like she she's don't give a, a fuck. she's a, just a monster. Oh so. yeah, like, fucking strangers with candy. I'm surprised. Oh, well, I mean, I I hope someone in your future yeah. guest picks the strangers yeah. with candy. Yeah, the, God damn. The that first show. apartment she shows them, they walk in and uh, Abby goes, "This is just a hallway," <laughs> and she goes, "It's a railroad style apartment." <laughs> I was gonna say, like, and have they, you ever had to do the apartment hunting in New York? No, I that have, is but, true. Like, I, oh, I yeah. have someone who had, who tried to do that, like when they were young, like really young. Not I, there was no way 
way I would have been able to been a, afford a shitty apartment, let alone a halfway yeah. decent one. I will say that that is not far yeah, off from yeah. the experience yeah. of looking it, at cheap apartments. In, in that, that same, state. like, right after she says, it's a railroad-style apartment, Alana goes, where's the bathroom? And she goes, where isn't the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> Pee in the corner. Get a catheter. It's so yeah, fun. Pee She's, in the corner. Get they a show catheter. Her the, I love her. They fun. show her... Uh, an apartment where someone was murdered yeah. and there's and the yeah. still, yeah. still blood on the wall and Amy Sedaris goes but on the bright side no one can hear you scream and she just starts going ah, she's slamming on me. the concrete wall yeah. <laughs> oh, now he's got a knife to my throat someone god please help me oh, so it's see, such no a great episode you. yeah it, it it's uh it's one of my favorite Episodes of it's definitely my favorite episode and of that, Broad City, which that, is my favorite see, comedy. Central and that first season was loaded with great episodes. Oh yeah, I yeah, yeah. I would fight you only for a different episode, the one where uh, Abby gets her wisdom teeth taken out and she gets oh, too high shit. and wanders yeah. down to the Whole Foods. Yeah, that's yeah. that's my personal favorite. Or the I'm episode just, where we find out Abby has this double life. Oh, when she's the she gets really the drunk and goes singer. becomes a lounge singer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, what a bizarre, <laughs> what a episode. bizarre. God damn it, that's a great. Show, yeah. uh, it's gr- and that their last season, their season three is yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah. I finally got around to watching all of season three like a week or so ago. And is that all there is? There's not a fourth shit. one yet. It's about to happen. I oh, mean, like, okay. They, I mean, I think they're picked up through season five. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, I got, so, I, I got, yeah. I fell behind after season two. Mm-hmm. And I, I it, it comes back with such a huge. Yeah. You gotta get it. I won't spoil it, but the end of that apartment hunters episode is one of the funniest. Moments. Or the one where she falls in the hole. Fuck. No, the one where. Uh, no, I remember- was just thinking of another. Oh of yeah, another, yeah, yeah, the one yeah. where where she falls in the hole without her phone. Yeah, but the end of Apartment Hunters. Because yeah. remember, she gets the check from right, right, designing right, 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 right. this logo, and oh, yeah. then yes, yes, we yes, find yes, out yes. what the logo, what the logo was, was actually was for. for. Oh my oh, god! Yes. Wow, that's a oh, that wow. is a great fucking episode. Oh, fuck. That's a good pick, Adam. That's a great pick. That good really pick. is a good pick. That's I a like great, very that's a, good pick. I'm glad that you picked that because that's not the episode of Broad City I would have thought. Like I said, yeah. like, like I would have picked, I think, a more way more obvious one, yeah. like Abby with the wisdom teeth or the let's go a day without our cell phones and go to this dog wedding in the park and then yeah. Abby falls oh, into, yeah. the, into the hole. God, like, there's so many good you, episodes of that. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, yeah, that's a great, that's my favorite Comedy Central show. It's so fucking good. Um, All right, last, last pick. One. My Here final pick is from the program Roseanne. Oh, yes. Ugh. And Ugh. it's the episode Crime and Punishment where Darlene discovers bruises on Jackie's back. Yes. Oh, yeah. And then Roseanne basically bullies her into showing what's going on, and, and she's saying, does does uh, does, Parker, fi- does uh, Fisher know about Fisher. this? And then she doesn't really say anything, and she was like, can you just let it go? And And she's like, oh, my God, that son of a bitch. And then she's like, you don't know, you don't understand. And then Roseanne is like, you used to be a cop. People used to be mm-hmm. saying what you're saying to me, mm-hmm. to you. She's like, you know where this goes. And uh, I mean, Laurie Metcalf's acting in this episode is just heartbreaking and wow. so good. And it's a two-part episode, so I'm kind of cheating here a little bit. But I almost cheated with a friend. I almost but, did a yeah, two-part it's, it's, episode. So but it, the, the, one of the greatest things about it, and one of the things I love about the show is, the show, first of all, is the most raw, honest sitcom yes. about what yeah. life in America is yes. like. The furniture is dingy. Nobody, everybody works a job they don't like. 
Uh, and I just I also always loved that Roseanne worked and Dan yeah. was like unemployed yeah. and yeah. struggling. They all were struggling. But and, what and I then, always loved is that we were struggling for each other's dreams. That's well, yeah, they the were thing. always struggling, and you saw that they could be miserable and still have a lot of fun, mainly making fun of each other. And yeah. that's what my family was like. Yeah, yeah. So it was like it was very relatable for yeah. me. But then also I had you know a bit of a dysfunctional family, and they showed <laughs> they showed all of that very honestly, like this yeah. thing with her yeah. with domestic abuse you know uh the episode where he finds out uh darlene and david are sleeping together and dan punches the hole in the oh wall oh my god and you're thinking like well maybe he's abusive i like mean like john it, goodman. there was like a very scary dad vibe that john goodman nails well, john goodman goes and beats yeah. the shit out of fisher well then right? he goes oh, so in crime and punishment then he goes and beats the shit out of fisher and dan goes to jail yeah yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's like dysfunction. And Jackie's mad at him, if I recall correctly, right? Yeah. yeah, she still is on she his side. She gets really mad at, at Dan and be like, why'd you go and but, do uh, that? The, the, so the end of the episode is she's all breaking down to Roseanne and Dan just comes out real cool and he's like, what's going on? And she's like, Fisher beat up Jackie. And he's like, oh, is she okay? Are you sure she's okay? And she's like, yeah. And he ushers her out. And then Dan just does this thing where he's like looking back and he just picks his coat up off the hook mm-hmm. and then goes out the back door. And the this like the studio audience does this like, what is oh, like, like, like <laughs> you never hear this noise come out of a studio audience what? like, oh, shit. Like they oh, want him no. to do it, but it's yeah. still kind of but like, also, like this is too real. We don't even know how to respond to this. Yeah, because it is that kind of like, is it his place? Is it not? And I personally am like, it is absolutely his place. You well, yeah, you do. You, shit out you of do that. want him to do it, but like the show is so real that there's still going to be the real consequences of doing that, which that is him HBO, going to jail. If that was on HBO, he would have killed him or something. I right, like that right. Sure. But uh, Crime and Punishment, Roseanne, uh, I think one of the best shows ever. Yeah, no, that's bar none. Roseanne is. And it, it just that show made me feel so at home, and it was like it was like. TV that stopped pandering. Yeah, you know I'm what so I mean. So happy some one of you had a Roseanne episode because like I yeah. was really kicking myself for not choosing a Roseanne episode because my God is that show just yeah I mean so good. they would start so a business good. and then it would fail yeah. and then His they would lose, lose their job. The I mean, restaurant. Yeah, like, they, like, like it was, I like how the most successful thing that they ever did on Roseanne was like the loose meat sandwich shop was like the yeah. most successful business yeah. they had on and that show. So Midwest. So yeah, Midwest. that's a real Midwest thing. The loose meat sandwich. Yeah. Call it a made right. That's, that's a my good pick. pick. Thank that's you. Good. That's all great. right. That's such a good one. All right. For Joe, my final last pick, pick? Uh, I picked the season two finale of Hannibal entitled uh, Mizumono. Now, this was difficult for me. I spent uh, an hour, almost an hour chatting with uh, a friend of mine who's like who, who uh, my friend uh, Mira Rose. Um, she lives over in London. She's like a scholar on Hannibal. Like she is. This is her life yeah. is this show. And she's actually writing an amazing paper about uh, Hannibal comparing him to Dracula, blah, blah, blah. It's so cool. Like I'm not going to get into that. But shout out to her because thank you for helping me pick my uh, pick this episode. So this is this is the season two finale. And um, season two opened with the ending. It opens with how we with, with this big fight between Hannibal um, oh, yeah. and Jack Crawford, played by Lawrence fucking Fishburne. Mm. Yeah. And so this whole season is leading up to this thing that we know is coming. Yeah. We know this fight is coming, but yet it manages to surprise you at every fucking turn when you finally get to that moment. When you finally get to that moment, there's still like another 20 minutes left to the episode. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. 
what's gonna happen? Um, and you you spend this because so season one, it's uh, it's the whole um, oh where you know Hannibal Lecter's just a therapist. They had no idea who he was, and like they're he's working with them for the FBI. Throughout season two, it's the FBI figures out that it who Hannibal Lecter is, and now Will Graham Hugh Dancy uh, is playing both sides. He has Hannibal convinced yeah. that he's working with him, and uh, and then he has the FBI convinced that he's help, trying to help them capture Hannibal. And it all comes to this head in the end where, like, this whole season, they force you to sympathize with the psychopath, with uh, Hannibal Lecter. Like, right. this season forces you to empathize and then severely punishes you for that empathy wow. in the last 20 minutes. It forces you to empathize and you're finally like, huh, well, maybe, I don't know, maybe. and then <laughs> it goes, nope, you thought he was gone. Absolutely not, you dumb piece of shit. Yeah. You never let yourself get thrown thrown is, off by a psycho. Is it a, a finite show? Is it, is it over? Oh, yeah, it's over. Yeah, it, it's over. It sadly ended way too prematurely. Brian yeah. Fuller had a seven-season plan for it that Ma, Mira broke down for me today, and it was like, wow, I'm so pissed they never got her. Because yeah, they weren't even going to get to Silence show. of the Lambs until six. season six. Wow. It was going to be Clarice Starling's uh, Sons of the Lambs. It was oh, really? shit. Um, but yeah, uh, um, what else can I say about the show? Like, I mean, Scott Thompson, Cynthia Nixon, Gillian Anderson, like, G uh, the most dramatic, jarring, violent show I've ever seen has Scott Thompson as like a sassy coroner. Like, that's the best thing. Like, <laughs> that's great. Like, you, you get the guy from Kids in the Hall to come in and just be. The sassy coroner. I didn't even know Gillian Anderson was in it. Oh, she plays Hannibal Lecter's therapist. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's truly one of the most... It, it, the show is... It's plain and simple. It's it's art. It's That show is art. It, it makes me the hungriest I've ever been, knowing that it's like, wow, he's making people. Like, he's making human. Like, he, yeah. he constantly, consistently has people come over for these lavish dinner parties, and he's feeding them all people, and we know that he's feeding them people. Wow. They don't know they're eating people, and the food looks so fucking good. Yeah, it always looked delicious. It's it the, like it's, just tell it's me it's food chicken. Porn. I'll eat it's it. food it's porn and gore porn. And yeah, like absolute. What gore channel porn. was it on? NBC. NBC. Yeah, it was a great show. Wow, it was, it was really that's, great. That was maybe the most shocking thing to me about that show was that it was 10 p.m. Thursday on NBC. It was like, hey, remember Thursday nights? That yeah. was always funny. Hey, now we're gonna go completely in the other direction at 10 p.m. Yeah, they did. The most the darkest, bleakest yeah. show I've ever 10 seen. 10 o'clock yeah. did just become the gore hour. And I will say, it's also, I mean, the show gets a little heady at times. Like, mm -hmm. it, it is, it gets, sometimes feels a little highfalutin, but, like, it's, th the way that this finale punishes you for empathizing with basically what is a spoiled child. Hannibal Lecter yeah. is a spoiled child, and what happens when a spoiled child doesn't get his way, he breaks all his toys. Yeah. I think you've sold me on a few we episodes, fellas. We have a, a comment from Stuart Tint. She says, listening to you talk about this makes me want to rewatch The Fall which is a way better Ooh. show. I don't know if it's way better, I don't know if it's but, way better, but I do love The Fall. Yeah, the I do fall love me some Gillian Anderson, and I do love me some like That's some uh, realistic true crime. I really do. Yeah, Netflix uh, show. Really good. Yeah, really or, I don't really know good. if it's a Netflix show. It's but it's true, I think, it's it, was, I think it was one of those. Well, it's I, it's like... Based on a true crime? I don't know. I don't know if I could say tr like true crime. It's true crime, it's crime in the show. sense that okay. it's very based in reality. Yeah. Like yeah. it's... it's Yeah. I, Got it. It's a realistic crime. Yeah, true crime is not the word. Yeah. That's a good pick.
Yeah. All right, my last pick. I don't know if this is going to be considered cheating, but it's also my podcast, so fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck us, right? But know. there was a show last week that did not even make the top ten. Oh, you're bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. Way this to was, go. This was Chet wow. Wilde's pick. Oh. And I feel like it did not get the attention. It, I was mad at myself for not picking it after he picked it. And it's an episode of Scrubs called My Lunch. Okay. Which, if you can watch this episode without crying real tears, and a lot of them, just end it right now. You are a <laughs> defective <laughs> monster of a human. It, like, there's no point in going on. You're going to murder someone. You're going to do something <laughs> terrible. It's good to know. Just stop now. I'll, if, take, I'll take that challenge. If you, can if you can watch the last three minutes of this, which is just a montage of people dying, basically. Oh, my God. While how oh, so to this, save... It's the, it's the funny version of this series finale, Six Feet Under. Like, it, it's... While, no, it's not... It's That's the thing. It's, it's basically the way... The episode works. Uh, Nicole Sullivan, who used to be on Mad TV, mm -hmm. uh, kind of shows up as a patient that they've known from the past. She's a drug user, and everyone's <clears throat> kind of trying to ignore her and avoid her, and she's had a really shitty week. And at the same time, JD is trying to get Dr. Cox to go to lunch with him, and it's, you know, it's like a really typical Scrubs episode in that way. Mm -hmm. And then Nicole Sullivan dies, I don't remember what her the name of her character was, but she dies of what they think is a drug overdose. And you're like, okay, well, there's the really emotional yeah. uh, part that you mm -hmm. get in almost every episode of Scrubs. Right. Mm -hmm. But throughout the throughout this episode, there's three patients who all need organ transplants. And Dr. Cox has made it his mission to find them all these organs as quickly as possible. And Nicole Sullivan dies, and it turns out that she's a match. Uh, oh for all of these people so it it turns it's this really triumphant thing where she dies but they save these three people but then oh and spoiler alert oh sorry everybody like even if i spoil it if you watch it it's still gonna fucking destroy you're spoiling you. it for me right now and i don't care this is i'm involved oh, they sorry. find out after uh they've transplanted these organs in everyone that she actually died of rabies oh my god so now everyone starts oh my God. Uh, like like they start dying and two of the patients die and then there's this like three and a half minute montage at the end like I'm getting like watery fucking yeah, talking you are. about yeah. it you are. It's, uh, this, this is the episode I watched today oh, yeah. and was like oh I shouldn't have done that yeah. it's so I would, I would argue it's maybe the best sitcom episode ever aired wow it's so fucking good damn and i i am uh gonna steal that from chat wild and put it on my list well bravo i don't yeah. want that was a hell of a sale i don't want to diminish it's, the episode but it when when you said like and it turns out they all had rabies it's like immediately i was like oh that sounds like a house episode this sounds like a funny episode yeah. <laughs> this sounds like like if house tried to do some weird comedic turn and then they were yeah. like no but we still got to be house yeah, no, it's it's yeah, it's a rough episode to watch. Wow, because I gotta it, get into that. I like never it got into real, like it, it, and it's. I think I think they did this just to keep uh, the episode from being completely fucking depressing. But uh, I don't. Have you ever watched Scrubs? I've seen like a few episodes there's here a, and there. There's a character in there named Todd who's just this like mm -hmm. disgusting, 
like alpha male type guy who just hits on every woman mm-hmm. in the hospital. And like he's got this big storyline where Carla and I forget the blonde chicks, the, the lead blonde woman's name. Uh, Second Becky. Yeah. Yeah, it oh, is second oh, Becky. Oh, um, uh, Sarah Chalk. Yeah, Sarah Chalk. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember her character name. But uh, <laughs> they go on this mission where they they they've decided that Todd is gay, and that's why he's acting this way. And they finally do like talk to him, and he decides, well, yeah, I am gay. And they're like they they feel like they've had this breakthrough where he's going to stop being shitty to all the women in the hospital. And he just starts sexually harassing every fucking dude who walks by. <laughs> oh god! Like a guy walks by and he's That's like, funny. "Hey, is that package for me?" <laughs> and it's so like it's like that second storyline is what keeps that episode from just being completely right. devastating. Yeah. And then by the end, like someone's like, "Todd, what are you?" And he's like, "I'm the Todd." And like now he's just hitting on everyone in the fucking uh-huh. right, right. Like every person who walks by, he's like, it's so. But that ending with the mm, watch it. Okay, watch it. I will watch, watch that. that episode. I'm gonna watch a lot of these episodes, guys. Good. You guys might get me into some shows here. Good. I'm glad. This is uh, some some very good salesmanship. Right, do we have to start cutting shit? Oh uh, yes, everyone in the comments is right. Elliot was Sarah Chalk's character's name. Yep. Uh yeah, we got to start cutting. We have to cut two each. Now, this, this is gonna be tough. Can this I is to gonna be a very really tough quick one. before we start cutting shit. You have to run the bathroom. I really do because I, I downed a Jamba Juice on the way Go down for here, it. and I realized as we were starting, it was like, <laughs> oh shit, I'm probably gonna have to be like, but we all want to start on time. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Okay, cool. Um, Me and John will talk about you yes. while you're gone. Uh, I might chop one of yours while you're gone. I will. I will beat the shit out of you. <laughs> I Let's. I don't think you will for this one. <laughs> uh, All right. Do you want me? To, do you want me to go ahead and say it? No. Yeah. 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 You can go. Ahead. Because I, I legitimately am picking this one based on the best sales. Because most of these are episodes I have not seen. Yeah. And I felt like Joe's weakest sale was his Thirty Rock episode. Really? Yes. Wow. Oh, I'm doing the wrong thing. Uh, the That's... others, and plus, I don't know. There's so like I don't know. Like I, I think. There's yeah, of the I I didn't immediately remember that episode hearing him describe it. So he just didn't might... talk as lovingly as he did about the other shows. So that's that's my first pick, and that was I I kind of decided that early on. Yeah. Well, that should we wait for Joe to get back and be and be outraged, heartbroken, and surprised uh, by that pick? Whatever, I don't care. I mean, I don't know. What kind of time limit are you on? Marcos Clegane says, what 30 Rock episode? Black Tie was Black the tie. name of the episode. Yes. And uh, it's off the list. Yeah. Sorry, guys, fans. Yeah. Had to be done. Well, There's too many good shows on the list. And all Yeah. I'll just go next, and we'll, uh, we'll let Joe cut one. Oh, no, Joe's back. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Okay, so 30 Rock, Black Tie got cut by John <gasps> Fahey. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Oh, this is good. The simple, That's... the simple reason being, it you, it was, it was you sold everything better except for my favorite show that's ever aired on TV. <laughs> There's that's no really way. Funny. I swear to God, Thirty Rock is my like my favorite show. Like, period, my favorite show. You just you sold everything else so eloquently that that was really. I felt like I really did not sell Community that well at all. I thought that was going to be the one of mine that was. I was like, well, that one just sounds very intriguing in almost like a sci-fi way, and it made me want to watch it and then take your challenge of going back and watching the show. Mm. Okay, 
That's Sorry. All right. I just I just think it's sacrilege that there not be a 30 rock somewhere. Maybe on maybe on one of the upcoming episodes. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say like I'd sooner I would sooner part ways with community than I would 30 rock of And we we get uh Jess gets to save an episode, so you never know. Something that gets cut. Oh, you got, you got your work cut out for you this episode. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. I don't even know what I'm Well, you it's your turn to cut something. Uh okay, let's see. I will cut Oh, uh, I'm sorry, Adam. I'm gonna have to. I'm. I have to cut better off, Ted. I. Guess. Oh, you monster! Well, because what? But what I am understand. I gonna, like I'm. Not, I'm not gonna dare cut Scrubs again. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't do that. And I like, think that was the like number one you thought was gonna go anyway. I, I would be crucified yeah. if I took the wire off. Like, if I was gonna be the one, somebody who'd never seen the wire, being like, I'm gonna cut the wire. Mm, yeah. I'd blow up the abode. Like, I would, I would cut the wire and you the would. bomb would go off. Yeah. That's what would happen. I would murder you, you on would. camera. No, you would. Yeah. So I'm not gonna do that. All Sorry. right. Sorry. What am I? What am I cutting? Uh. Just because I feel like it's not going to get any votes anyway, this isn't in no way a reflection of the pick itself, but I'm going to cut the Twilight Zone. I knew it. The trouble with I did know that. And I love the Twilight Zone. I know, but honestly, people go watch that episode because it is wonderful and makes me cry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I didn't know it made you cry. Now, oh, I, now I like it so much more. Uh, there's quite a few episodes, episodes <laughs> of the Twilight Zone that seriously straight up make me cry. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's your next pick or next cut? Jim? Next cut. Okay. So, I mean, I do want to see community based on it. I do think Middle Ground is great. The RuPaul was very well fought for. Family Ties... Sounds great. Six Feet Under, I know the show. It's amazing. Uh, I do want to see Hannibal after that. Scrubs, I'm not going to get rid of. Uh, I see where this is going. Well, it's it's between Broad City and one of my own, <laughs> uh, which I'm going to say Broad City. All right. Sorry, <sighs> dude. All right, Fine. Dude. Great show. <laughs> it's a really great episode, <laughs> But though. you know what? I guess I guess John just, like, really hates women because, like, yeah, he that's knocks off Broad City. Is. He knocks off 30 Rock. Like, both shows uh, written and yeah. created by strong women. I mean. Starring strong women. Do, do, do yeah. you know what? Honestly, the truth is, is that both of those shows are all light and the rest is, the rest is all tears. And that's the main reason. Yeah, yeah. I I do think the sappy stuff is more classic TV. That's honestly my reasoning. And I All hate right. women. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> of it's my right. No. And that and my raging misogyny. I'll leave. I can smell it. <laughs> uh, so now mm. I have to cut. You have one, one more cut. I've always wanted haters, so I feel like cutting Game of Thrones, but I won't do it. But I've always wanted to get like a lot of haters, so I almost did it in my yeah. brain. But I'm not going to do that. Um, uh, I'm sorry, John. I have to cut curb. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, honestly, I yeah, that's fair. Only and my reasoning behind this, uh, it's light. It's not dramatic. No, it's not that it's light and not dramatic. I feel like there are not necessarily better episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I think a lot of people would argue that there are better episodes than the one I chose, yes. Okay, so then I will say it. There are for <laughs> sure better episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Well, you haven't seen that, that episode, right? I haven't seen that one yet. Right. Well, do watch it. I will watch yes. it. No, I definitely want to watch it because I love, like, the everything you said, I was like, oh, this sounds like, oh, I would love this it's great. so much. Um, but yeah, I just feel like there are for sure better examples of that show Fair out there. Fair enough. No hatesies. No hurtsies. 
I still hate you for cutting black tie down. <laughs> well, I don't think I could have. I don't. I could not have cut any of your five, and you would not have been completely outraged. You really, you legitimately could have cut community and I'd been like, ah, oh, okay, yeah, I know, but you sold it. it. You sold it well. It was a good sell. Well, I'm glad I sold it. Ugh, you this ready is to tough. Cut? You ready to cut this, that? Yeah, this is really tough. It's very, uh, very, very uh, hard times. Um, I'm gonna look and guess. I'm what? Am, what am I gonna cut? I Jesus. have a Jesus. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like it, but <laughs> I'm gonna cut six feet under. Ah, uh, wow. For one, uh, what? We'll, we'll just. Uh, uh, it, it's a. It's fine. It's. It's just. I, know, I feel like I out know. of with, I just on didn't this see that coming, with but... this list of show, like I'm not gonna cut RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. I'm not gonna be that fucking guy. And it was either that or the community episode. Mm. And mm. Eh. and Six. almost to be contrarian to what John had said about like we need more. I think we need more. Yeah, I almost cut Game Chargers. of Thrones just for the satisfaction of doing it because I know it would get saved. <sighs> yeah, but that that would have made. Wait, is the audience able to save too? No, there's only one. The audience votes on the last, like like on the, the final. Five. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but Jess gets to save one. I would have saved Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Absolutely. But what are you going to save now? Uh, better off Ted. Wow! wow. Oh what a sleeper. Uh, well, Portia is everything to me, so. Oh, uh, so. she's wow. amazing in yeah. that. Oh I did God. not see that coming. That was some M Night Shyamalan <laughs> shit, dude. I, yeah, but, I like did. better because I really didn't see it coming. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't see it coming either, but I like it. That that wow. works for me. Truly shocking. I've that watched, is I've watched truly. both seasons like six times. Like, oh, I, have, I really like that show. Yeah, wow. it is. It's an yeah. amazing show. Yeah, people, more people should watch it. Damn. And someone in the comments mentioned that it it probably uh, ended so early because of the writers' strike. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. 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 Oh really? Yeah. But it was yeah. it yeah it was a phenomenal show. You know what did survive the writers' strike was Thirty Rock. <laughs> Against all odds, Thirty Rock survived <laughs> the writers' strike. Not today, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John, oh, are you a writer? Oh, what's it? <laughs> what are you working on nowadays? I got some stuff cooking. Shit. All right. Talk amongst <laughs> yourselves. I'm going to put the poll up. What What do we think is going to win among what's on this? I course? never really know with this audience. I think, well, personally, I think just I, I, I do think that Game of Thrones is probably going to like. See, I don't I don't know if people like the episode I chose enough. That's true. I think you'll uh, I think I think that Drag Race might make top There's three. No way. There's no fucking way. I'm going to bet top three for Drag Race. There's no way. That's a bet. I think maybe Roseanne will be. I think up there. a lot of people seem in the comments to be responding to the Roseanne episode. Um, I feel like Roseanne, Rick and Morty, and the real strong underdog stories of this episode are the Scrubs and Better I Off think Ted. Better Off Ted. I think because yeah. of the way the comment section kind of blew up and was like, "Oh my god, yeah, that show." Oh my god, I think they might the 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 comments the 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 polls. I think I I will be disappointed if The Wire doesn't make it to at the least final. make the top five. Yeah. I mean, there's so many specific episodes of The Wire that you could just point to, too. Like, yeah. I mean, that is a that is a really huge one, though. Yeah. Uh, maybe the peak of the entire series is that episode, actually. I mean, that's my personal. I mean, like for me, out of all of these, I would personally like choose uh, the Hannibal episode out of all of these. Of oh, number one. Yeah, for me. Wow, really? I would pick the Hannibal episode. And that, where is that in the series? Is that the is that the, the season end? two finale? No, there's three seasons of Hannibal. Oh. 
but season three is a little rushed because they didn't get to do everything they wanted to do with the Got it. So basically season three deals half with chasing down Mason Verger and Hannibal, uh, and then the other half is dealing with Red Dragon. Right. Um, and that was supposed to be, like season three was supposed to be Mason Hannibal, season four was supposed to so be So I've never Red seen Dragon. a single episode of the show, but I am a massive, okay. massive fan of Manhunter. Okay. The the movie Red Dragon was before oh, okay, it was okay. Red Dragon. Yes, 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 yeah, yes. Yeah, that's yes, a great okay. movie. And and Hannibal is is played by the guy that's like the the, the sergeant in uh, Super Troopers. He's the dad in the ring. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah um, yeah. but he's he's way dark. I was, he's like evil. Yeah, he's yeah, pure yeah. evil. In before like he gets more kind of sympathetic once it, after it's you know Silence of the Lambs mm-hmm. and everything. But uh, so, and I'm really into those earlier characters as yeah. protagonists. Oh, so I think love, I would love the show. You will absolutely fucking love it. Like yeah. they, they, they did a couple of gender bending and things because the yeah. original story there is just such a fucking sausage fest. Yes. Like, because like it's, let's be honest, like Thomas Harris didn't know how to write good, uh, complicated female characters. So he just did not Yeah. So that, you know, but um, out of the whole series, like, Jesus Christ, like, well, first of all, from minute one, 30 seconds in, you're like, wow, Hugh Dancy's like the best actor I've ever seen in my life. Like, yeah. you understand everything about Will Graham within a minute and a half of the series and Mads Mikkelsen. Um, here's my unpopular opinion. Oh, oh here we go. Um, Mads Mikkelsen <laughs> is a better Hannibal actor than Anthony Hopkins. That's bottom line. I would say that guy that I'm thinking of a Manhunter is my, is... I haven't seen this guy. Well, course, I know people but. love Anthony Hopkins Hannibal, and when Hannibal was first coming out, I know people. Ooh, Let's do a fight cast it. about best Hannibal Lecter. Ooh, That'd be great. I'll come in. I'll I'll fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. fight for Mads any day. Yeah. Jesus, oh, I yeah. would fight for Anthony Hopkins. Really? <sighs> yeah. I mean, he's great, but the guy the guy in Man the guy Hunter? in Manhunter is so menacing because he's trying to explain to Crawford or whoever it was that caught him mm. that he caught him because he's like him. Right. And he's right. just, he's real. Well, it's, probably, it's probably more Will Graham. Will than Graham, exactly. It is, it, Will Graham yeah. is it is Will Graham. Influential. It is Will Graham, yeah. He's the influential baby dog. Puppy boy, I love him so, so much. So the, the poll is up. Oh my gosh. Here we go. And people are voting. Let's see where we're oh, at. What did I what did I say? What's already up? And you Scrubs can You can in. both go in and vote if you want because oh. you oh, are. Oh, very nice. Uh, right now, Game Game of Thrones in the lead. Of course, it is. Scrubs thought, number two. I thought. I thought. Uh, A big fucking shock. People I thought, like Game uh, of Thrones. I thought Rick and Morty would do better, but RuPaul's hanging in there. Yeah, RuPaul's doing great. Community's hanging in there. I thought six seasons in a movie. I just need that movie, guys. I'm really uh, expect. See here, the I want the wire. I'm going to vote for the wire, but. Like I, I feel really attached to the wire, but I get that. I don't know. I, I I'll be disappointed if it doesn't make the top five, but I also yeah. feel like it maybe won't. I really want Hannibal and RuPaul to get the um, top five. That's that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I I after watching it again today, I want that episode of Scrubs to win. Mm. Yeah, yeah, uh, and a retroactive yeah. Emmy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, that, I yeah would, definitely. I would like to give Hannibal every retroactive Emmy. Period. Yeah, can you vote several times? You can vote for more than one option. You can. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I see Jeff May and Vanessa doing two each oh, all the excuse time. Excuse me. Well, then I'm not just voting for one, then, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you showed us. Whoa! Did Scrubs shoot up to number one? Yeah, Scrubs is up at number one Scrubs right now. Scrubs is one right now. Uh, I think I'm gonna save. 
Family. I'm just gonna do two. Family my, ties is getting destroyed. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I almost cut family ties. Myself. I just love an underdog, so I'm going for Roseanne. So you know what? I, I I will say it now because I almost what I almost brought in and I didn't. May as well while they're doing the voting. I almost brought in an episode of Friends, and then as I was oh, watching yeah. it today. I was pay- it was kind of painful for me to watch oh, Friends. Really? Like I don't know if it was maybe just the episode that I picked because I wanted to do the one that could have been where they do the whole like what would happen if and yeah. all their lives were different. And uh, I don't know like it's it's just suddenly not as funny as it was to me anymore. Yeah, that like, happened. That happened to me last week. I picked an episode of WKRP in Cincinnati, mm. which my dad watched constantly. And this episode, this particular episode, was still really great because it's one of those really heavy episodes. Mm-hmm. But comedy wise, I was like, I don't. I wouldn't have picked any other episode of this yeah, no, show but it was, ever. It was yeah. one of those. Even the jokes, I'm just like, yeah. Ugh. yeah. Like a lot of like, ah, that's kind of. Like, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. a lot of stuff changes. No, no, you no know. but like, but like, but there are certain things that you can watch where, uh, like, okay, for instance, like, I don't know, married with children may have like some things that you may not be able to get away with doing on TV now. Yeah. But was I don't I don't know. Yeah, don't it's know. weird. Other things you can get away with more. Like, yeah. like language you can get away with more, but content. It's, yeah, it seems like yeah. You can't get away but, with less. but friends, it, it just, and like I said, maybe it's just the specific episode. Um, just there was just a lot of it that I was just like, oh, Did you vote? Yeah. How many oh, women? My are laptop in... died. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So who would, would what would be your vote? Yeah, what would be your vote? I'll give you an honorary one. Uh, I'll, I'll put it well, in. Well, what haven't you voted for yet, then? Because um, you can't vote twice on it. Yeah, you can vote more than oh, once. You, not for, for the, the same, same thing. thing. Oh, no. not for the same uh, thing. I, I put in one for RuPaul and one for Hannibal. So what What would you... Um, vote. I'm going to put in for Better Off 10. Yeah, yeah I mean, I yeah, saved that's that one. one you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very nice. I like it. All right, we're going to leave this up for another 90 seconds. Oh, Ooh, 90 and seconds. Then Rick, I will. Rick and Morty did go up there. I was expecting Rick and Morty to Vote, vote, vote. We got to figure out which is the best episodes of this television of all time. This is very interesting. I'm, I'm, yeah, this I is think, a nail biter. Uh, I think Adam really sold the Scrubs episode. The Scrub, I stand by that. So scrub. what happened What happened when Chet said it? Why didn't it work then? Um. Well, Chet I'm employed devastated. a very poor strategy when kicking stuff off. And he, I, I feel like he was kicking things off to like rile people up, uh, but he ended up kicking like so much good stuff got that kicked somebody off. Was like, well, fuck like you. the pilot episode of uh, the night of got kicked off. Mm. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. Come on. Uh, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode. The, the, the body. The body. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, and I oh, think it was. Fuck you. I think it was Chet who voted that off. Fuck you. And then Ethan Stanislavski. Chet, who I've never met. Ethan Stanislavski voted the Scrubs episode off. And had Chet not kicked that Buffy the Vampire yeah. Slayer episode off. Oh, he tried it. Scrubs would have got saved. Oh, he and, tried it. And it just got. in. It uh like it did at first didn't register with me also what episode he was talking about. Yeah. Uh, and then by the end I was like, fuck yes. And yeah. then I just went and watched it again today and oh my God. Yeah. And it's I, on it's on like Netflix, I think, or Amazon Prime. I just want to say you're all really? you're all devastating me once again for Listcast when one of my things makes it to the t- to the final five. Same thing I think happened with my <laughs> Simpsons episode where it was like uh, you guys just destroyed. I, I had me. I had I had an episode where none were in. It happens. Yeah. All right, no. we're going to refresh and I just think it's funny. The one that I really thought was my sacrificial lamb is the one that's in the top five. Like that's 
wild to me. All right, here we go. Number five. I cannot I believe this. Believe it. Better yeah. off Ted racial sensitivity. Wow. Congratulations. <laughs> there is there is justice in the world. That's really, really cool. Yeah. That show finally gets the acclaim it deserves on this podcast. Uh, number four, community remedial chaos theory. Uh, number three, Rick and Morty, autoerotic assimilation. Strong pick. Number two, the audience finally got their Game of Thrones episode. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Blackwater. I did not know that Jeff May was a uh, Game of Thrones fan. And number one, as it should goddamn be, Scrubs, my lunch. Yeah, I that, I... A, I'm, I'm really glad that that got... That's a good... I've never heard of that episode before that. now, and that got number one. Yeah, you that's should... That's crazy. Go watch it. Like, I will watch I'm it. I'm telling you, if you if you don't cry at least a little, just end it now. But just you're give all, up. Give you up. You should all you're know broken. you're all hateful monsters. We're <laughs> not picking RuPaul's Drag Race. It almost... The Wire did Almost not make the top there. five. RuPaul's Drag it. Race should be in there. You're all, you're all hateful, <laughs> homophobic, <laughs> fuckers. Like, oh, fuck. I'm so mad. <laughs> I'm mad RuPaul didn't make it. Come on. Work. It was. It was it high in the so running. Close. Yeah, it, it put so up a close. respectable showing. I only voted for Roseanne. It was only really Hannibal and Family Ties that no one gave a shit yeah, about. Which, by the way, I can tell because nobody fucking watch nobody voted for hannibal because nobody fucking watched hannibal yeah that's why an amazing which, series got fucking canceled yeah. so hannibal was so fucking you're all good. crazy for not well more people must have hannibal. watched hannibal than better off ted because i've never even heard of better off ted well i also think that the accessibility to better off ted now is way better than hannibal like oh I had like to go, a streaming thing? i had to go to my itunes to go to watch the episodes of hannibal that uh, i had purchased while the show was airing. Yeah. Because I I was like, is it on Hulu? No. Netflix? No. NBC.com? Can't Damn. Can't find it anywhere. So I know it's hard to find, but if you can, if you can get your hands on it, Hannibal's so goddamn yeah, good. It is really good. Yes. All right. This was a fun episode. This was so Very fun. fun. It was a lot of fun. I know. I, I could do this one all day, man. Yeah. We're going to yeah. do it, uh, I think, two more times. Yeah. And come Great. up with a, a list of the 20 yeah. best TV episodes of all time. And I think we put together a good list today, even though there's nothing from The Wire on it so far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I am not going to stop fighting to get... I, but I can't. Like that, yeah. That's the only reason I... I Came so close. Because I've constructed these rules in my mind. Yeah. And the only reason I brought Scrubs back is it didn't even make the top 10 yeah. last time. Do you know so. what I think I would pick if I was going to do a Wire episode is that season two finale where they do the big montage of what's going on oh, with everybody? Yeah. That one yeah. gets me weepy. And yeah. I'm checking out officially. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Watch like, smart. I will. Stop fucking talking about it. <laughs> All right. This was fun. Does anyone have anything to plug before we get out of here? Oh. Uh, I am performing at... Canteen Points, Joe K's Woo! show tomorrow. Never just, heard of it. Uh, I was just going to say, we just had Adam on recently, and you fucking killed it, and you had, I, I had a great time having and you And I met there. Kyle Clark there. Yes, I had never yes, met, met him. That he was just when did the Kyle, podcast. When oh, Kyle for real? Talked about, yeah. He was yeah, like, uh, yeah, so we, we, we saw each other do comedy in, in a bar for the same 12 people, yeah, and yeah. I was like, ah, I know he's talking about Canteen Points. <laughs> I know for fucking sure. We would like to get that audience number up more, so come, come out. To Honestly, it is one of the funniest shows. And when... When it's, I mean, whether or not it, there's there's a lot of people there, it is a small enough place that it's it's a, I don't know, I think it's very conducive to being a good show. But when there's a lot of people there, it's a that, it's a, it's a killer show. Like it's a it's it's a blessing room for. It's comedy. a great room so for comedy. I found it. Yeah, physically, it's set up 
great for a comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Joe. And you guys are great hosts. Yeah. So, I mean, so yeah, come check out John Fahey <laughs> tomorrow Manana. if you're in LA to come to Canteen Points uh, to see this beautiful. This beautiful Stuart Thompson, Anna Valenzuela, uh, Liam Brand- Mansfield, and Brandy, Brandy Posey. Posey. We got Brandy Posey on the show back tomorrow night. Love and, her so much. Uh, um, that's it, really. You know, yeah. uh, we're there every Thursday. So at the Good Night in North Hollywood, uh, 1072 1 Burbank Boulevard, every Thursday we open the doors at 7 o'clock. So. Please come and check that out. And uh, I guess I'm on the Twitter sometimes at uh, Joe Charles, K-A-Y-E. Nice. I am at uh, the Venice Underground show April 5th. And that's all I have coming up for shows. You can uh, follow me on the Twitters at Adam Todd Brown, on Instagram at Adam Todd Brown. Uh, Follow the podcast at Unpops or at Unpops.podcast on Instagram. And, you know, give this show good ratings and reviews on iTunes. Rate, review. Or we will fuck you up. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and I'm gonna be, swear to uh, God. I'm gonna no be joke. We next will week. fuck you up. I don't yeah. have any shows, but I'm going to be in New York next week. So if you live in New York, uh, get on me on Facebook. Let's hang out. Let's New do York. something. Oh, yeah. I didn't say. Okay. I didn't say my Twitter thing is oh, yeah. John Fahey, you know. Uh, Jess, can you edit all this out? <laughs> yeah. Please. Thank yes. you. And uh, Adam. Just turn his mic off. Adam also. Uh, wrote a great Vice article that I enjoyed very oh, much. Oh, thank you. Yeah, the one about Purple and, and Rain. And it, oh. it, it got some pots of stirred. Ooh. Yeah, people were upset. People were, were offended just by the, the, the title. The title, because people thought I was talking about the album when I was just saying the movie isn't as great as people remember. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's fucking not. And now this episode has been flagged again by the internet. And now we're, all gonna... <laughs> <laughs> we're never getting out of this. But I enjoyed that very much. It was a very fun article. Uh, thank you very much. That was yeah. yeah. I like writing those articles for Vice. It, yeah. uh, I, I'm gonna watch the movie now. I never watched it. They really rile people up. Under the Cherry Moon. Yeah. Yeah. Under the Cherry Moon. It's a good display of Prince's charm outside of music. Yes. It's a much better display of Prince's. I actually said in the article, I feel like it's probably, weirdly enough, the closest we would ever come to seeing Prince, like the actual. Like oh, what it the was guy? like, what it was like hanging out with him. Yeah, and I feel like we see that in a fucking period piece that came out in 1985. That's crazy. Nice. Um, all right, cool. Let's wrap this up. Okay. This was a great episode. Yes, thank you for having thank me. Thank you so much, John Fahey. Nice to meet you, Jessica. Say goodbye. Yes, goodbye, guys. Nice to meet you, Jess. <laughs> Joe K. Say night, goodbye, everybody. Bye, Jess. Say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.